The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings and nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement. As always here on the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's longest running and most popular financial radio shows. Uh, Our motto and our philosophy is to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term, to save aggressively and invest conservatively. And the... uh, Looking at at a couple different things in here, um, you know, we've got got quite a bit to talk about this week. We're going to talk about some of the changes in the in the the tax law, some of the new numbers coming out uh, for 2019, and uh, we talk about the markets. We're going to talk about saving aggressively, investing conservatively, and uh, so uh, this week, a big week in the market, uh, and. Uh, we continue to see the rally off the uh, December lows, which is really the worst, <laughs> the worst December since uh, 1931 or something. It was really, truly astonishing. And this goes back to something we've been saying on the show. We talked about in our Max Out Savings Outlook. Uh, this market is not going to be like anything you've seen in the past. It, it's really radically different in the fact that everybody is looking at the past now. Everyone's looking at logarithms. They're uh, they're looking at they're using logarithms. They're they're looking at artificial intelligence, big data. They're analyzing it. Uh, the public has kind of pulled back in many ways, and and, and so you have uh, really what's almost a, a manipulated market that goes up, and everyone's pretty much in it ahead of the news and so you can't really depend on that so you have to really understand you know where things are going what 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 they are in the future and sort of have a have your plan have longer term investing because the shorter term swings those things are are, are become much tougher because they become actually more in uh, harder to uh what what do you say they they become harder to uh not predict because everybody's doing the same thing, and and so that that really is 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 what uh, uh, what gets people in trouble. And, and so I, I think we really saw this. I, I think uh, uh, really December really and in, in the end of the last quarter was one of the worst last quarters we've seen in just decades. Uh, it was really the first time I've ever seen in, in 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 my lifetime corporate executives all talking down the economy that the economy was going to fall apart. That's something I've never seen before. And it, typically, I remember back in '07 and '08, uh, I, remember, I remember executives in the fourth quarter of '08 saying they're. They, the economy was looking good, and the cold credit markets were locking up. I'm like, "What are you people smoking?" And and it, 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 and all of a sudden, in unison, really starting in October, right before the election, they all started talking the market down. And, and this goes into something that that really, I, I think, a, 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 a huge trend we're seeing out there is corporate America is really shifting over to the Democrats in uh, the and the. Uh, the progressives, uh, they, they're really, they, you know, they, they're all buying in into the into the ideas of, of progressivism and socialism, and they're all, uh, and so they're all talking. So no one, they don't like Donald Trump. The media doesn't like Donald Trump, and the Democrats don't like Donald Trump. So in order to hurt Donald Trump, these executives are now talking down the economy, and and, and what they did is really genuinely scared cre- people and created a panic on their own when the economy really wasn't that bad. The, well, for December production numbers weren't that bad, and I mean, and, and we're seeing this. I mean, we're, we're seeing this in everything from uh, uh, from uh, corporate executives all talking up climate change, 
uh, you know, the big oil companies' executives are busily dismantling the major oil companies because they've all bought in that global warming means we're never going to, we need to get rid of CO2 and therefore we can't have oil and gas anymore. And so they've drank the Kool-Aid like the people at Johnstown did. And and then we got, you got uh, people like uh, Gillette. Oh my God. Recently, the Gillette advertisement where, you know, men were toxic and toxic man. Uh, uh, masculinity and and men were an embarrassment and, and I mean this uh, you these people were a uh, uh, this is a shaving company for God's sakes and and and, and they were uh, you know it, it, and yet they can they they were running advertisements con- convincing people that their main customers were bad people flawed people. Mentally ill people. It was utterly astonishing. I'd never seen anything like that in my life, and 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 it just goes to show you how far companies like Gillette, which is owned by Procter and Gamble, we're, we're not going to, we're not buying uh, Gillette products. I'm trying to get the the Gillette aftershave removed from our health club. I mean, I, why would you be involved with people like that? It's the same thing with with Procter and Gamble. I mean, what? What does that say about you if 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 people if you buy into people like that? But what they're doing this to try to impress the liberals, to try to impress the media, impress CNN that they're on they're on the anti-Trump, anti-conservative, anti-Republican bandwagon. And and the problem with a lot of corporations is the people carrying the water for their tax cuts and helping them out have quite frankly been the Republicans. And I and I think support for tax cuts for corporate America are really rapidly disintegrating out there because so many of these companies have clearly bought into democratic policies. I don't understand why we would give them a tax cut. And and I, I personally think corporate tax rates should go up. And, and we invest in corporate corporations. Uh, we saw we, we, it, it's been really disappointing on how many corporations spent their tax cut money on stock buyback programs rather than putting in plant and equipment in rather than hiring people. It, it, it And so what one of the big battles we 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 really have a cultural revolution in 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 the in the United States and you know corporate america's buying into the cultural revolution and you could say it's a, a revolution changing culture but the cultural revolution in china really took a pretty nasty turn and millions of people were killed I and mean, we'll see where this one all ends up but they moved everybody to the farms to reeducate them and and you know you're seeing this reeducation stuff coming out of gillette where they want to reeducate the american male and and i think that is so wrong i and, and i really think believe people should boycott gillette and this is the reason why is it's one thing if Donald Trump passes a rule in Congress that we don't like or Barack Obama before us passes a law that says, hey, we have to do this and we don't like it. But Barack Obama was elected president. The Congress was elected by the people. And so you have to, you know, so you kind of have to respect that and, and go along with it. It's another thing when we have corporate executives running around mandating culture and mandating beliefs on the American people. They have absolutely no right. Everybody from Facebook to Gillette to Google, all these people want to put their beliefs on the American people. I mean, in, in fairness, we'd all like to do that. But the only people that have that right is either the American people or the government. It's not corporate America's responsibility to sit there and mandate culture, beliefs, religion, uh, values on the American people. That, that That's their prerogative. And, 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 and so it's it's just astonishing to see, see people like, like Gillette pull something like this. I mean, I, the, the arrogance of these people is, is genuinely breathtaking, and it shows you how completely out of touch with people they really are and by the way it's it's not the conservatives or the republicans or or men that should be upset everybody should be upset i mean if they if they think they can mandate values in in culture in 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 uh, to to males well certainly they can start telling females what to do as well and uh oh and by the way take a look at gillette's products when it comes to they paint it pink and raise the price two dollars on them basically screwing over females in the united states but that's i guess okay uh in their world and and so i i don't know why anybody would use a gillette product i really don't i mean to me it's just horrifying but anyway uh 
enough from that. I try not to get involved in the politics, but it is so hard nowadays because everything has become political in the United States, which is so, you know, politics are the providence of the government. And you could sort of say the media and the American people. It, it's not the providence of, of corporate America, which has done nobody any favors out there in the last decade. Uh, and, and, and what we fear is, what, we, what I really fear is, is capitalism, which has been the heart of the American economy for the last 200 years, that utterly and completely changed the world. It was basically an experiment. Democracy and capitalism were an experiment. In, in, in 1776, there was a, it was a grand experiment. A lot of people in Europe actually thought it would fail pretty quickly and these people would collapse upon themselves. We utterly, we absolutely and completely changed the world, unlike anybody in the history of the world. And yet, it, and now all of a sudden, it's, it's endangered because we're moving away from capitalism and, and we're moving into kind of a crony capitalism where we're looking at socialism and, 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 and people are going, well, why shouldn't I have socialism if capitalism just basically means that big corporations can run roughshod over the American people and, and, uh, with unlevel playing field and, and, and have their lobbyists create laws to favor them. And so it's endangering the capitalist system, which is endangering the United States of America. And, and I think this is one of the big things going forward. Going forward, we have to redo our structure in the United States. We have to change our taxes to increasingly to favor the middle class. Our tax system should favor small and mid-sized businesses because they're the ones that create the jobs. Our tax system should also create increased productivity. It should encourage companies to invest in plant, equipment, hire people, give give uh, raises, uh, increase benefits. The, that is where we should be putting it. We, our tax structure should inc- encourage people to own property, to own a home. We want an ownership society. We don't want everything owned by the people at the top in Wall Street at Goldman Sachs. We want everybody across the country. We're going to have to redo and rebuild our system because that's how it was built for hundreds of years to encourage the middle class and the build up of them. It, 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 and this is something we're going to have to do because if we don't, people are going to go, well, why not? Let's give socialism a try. And and, and so what we've got to do is we have got to uh, make the case for capitalism, but a fair capitalism that builds up the middle class. And we have a model that's done that in the past. We have an opportunity with the trade war with China to understand we need to start moving these jobs back to the United States, plant and equipment back to the United States. We can no longer afford to, to lose manufacturing Overseas, the good news is we're starting to win. Donald Trump is standing up to to the Chinese. The Amer- the, the the American government is now standing up to the Chinese, and even even the the establishment of the media is standing up to China. China. People understand that China was a problem. They realize they've been played by the Chinese, and, and, and so what we have to do now is is we're starting to make progress. Hey, we want the factories back here. We want productivity back here. We want our tax code to to encourage productivity. The more productive we are, as we've talked about in this show a number of times is, and this goes back to what Alan Greenspan said, he goes, well, we're not giving American people raises because our productivity is not going up. The more our productivity goes up, the more wages we can get. The more factories, more equipment, more robotic systems we put in, the higher we can pay our workers. And so we've got to change our system to go back to the garden, so to speak, of what brought us here and made us the greatest place in the world, which is low taxes, stilted to the middle class, encouraging ownership, and encouraging productivity in the building up of the American industrial system and not financial engineering uh, coming out of Wall Street. So anyway... I don't mean to come up with the the uh, big talk today, but I, I just think it's important to understand where we're going. And I think we're starting to really make progress. We're making this big shift, and we see how hard it is because so many people on all sides fight to try to stop it. it, it and so it, it's a battle going forward, and we're starting to slowly make progress. So anyway, uh, this is a live show. We're going to be talking about the markets. We're talking about, look, some big tax changes come out. Actually, I, I think a bigger tax changes than people think, and I want to be discussing those here shortly as well. But you can also give us a call at 713-339-1070. By the way, we just sent out our, our Max Out Savings Report, uh, which, which had our uh, – Outlook for 2019. If you're not on the list, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com, and sign up for it. It's free. Turn out some music to start my day.
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Saving Show. If you got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. Let's have a, a call from Jim coming in. Hello, Jim. Hi, Ted. I've been listening to you on the Sam Malone Show over the years. And uh, I was so impressed by what you this analysis you just gave of our socioeconomic political situation. Were you just talking off of the top of your head, or have you written that up? You know, I, 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 it's somewhat off the top of my head. I've written it here and there, but I think I'm going to try to write something up because I, I, th- I think we need to kind of start really examining some of these things. I'd love to have a copy of that and pass it around among the people I know. Well, well, thank you, Jim. Yeah, I, I tell you what, well, I'll do that in the next. Uh, yeah, I've got a, a report coming up, either this one or the next one after that. Uh, we'll, uh, we'll come up with something. I think some of the things, because I think some of these things should be talked about, and and. Uh, and I do think we're coming into this where we're going to make some big changes, and we want to make some of the right ones. Well, you know, we have the expression, <laughs> connecting the dots. A lot of people don't know what the dots are, so they don't, they can't connect them. What you've done is you've given us all the dots, and you've connected them so that we have an understanding of what we are in the midst of. Yeah, thank you. that's really what I'm trying to do, because I do think if people really sit down and look at it and kind of put the whole thing together, it's pretty it's it's not that complicated. But no, but we've been so you know, there's so many things pulling us in so many directions and too much of the media nowadays is somebody tr- trying to uh, really a lot of it is 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 fake news, but it's not quite fake news what people think, but it's fake news in that people are trying to get their points out rather than trying to decide what's the best for the country. Well, uh, I've uh, I've uh, been aware of criticisms of analysts of journalism over the years, and they point out that a lot of the reasons why young people go into journalism is they say they want to make a difference, and it's not they are going into journalism to accurately report, but rather they want to use journalism to uh, make a difference, and that difference is they far left more and more. Uh, I remember back in the 1970s, Harper's Magazine uh, had a cover uh, and showed Woodward and Bernstein talking to one another, and it was like uh, the the cartoon uh, type. 
there were the, in little balloons over their head, there were the words. And uh, one of them is saying to the other, do you know that there are now 40,000 journalism students in American colleges? And then the other one is saying, yeah, and every one of those little bastards want to get our jobs. Yes. Because they, they, saw, they saw how wealthy Woodward and Bernstein became through the Watergate reporting. Yeah, and how powerful they became. They became incredibly, incredibly powerful. Oh, and... And uh, and uh, what we have is these these people uh, caused a uh, a revolution in journalism. Uh, and before them, uh, journal a lot of colleges did have journalism departments, and after them, a lot of colleges started journalism departments. Or those that had them increased the the size of the journalism departments. And you know what? I read once that. Uh, those freshmen entering college, the average uh, SAT for those intending to major in education was the lowest of all. Oh, God. You, you probably read that, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's it's funny you say that because it, it, it what drives me that's some of my very smartest friends, and I know a lot of smart people, but some of the really scary oh, sure. they they become Democrats, and I, I I'm just amazed. But you know. But let me let me take it one step. One time only, I've read the uh, group of freshmen uh, majors that had the second lowest average SAT score. You know what? Those intending to major in journalism. Yeah. No, look, I I I I think yeah. There's a lot of smart journalists out there, and I, and I tell you what, Jim. I think the mistake a lot of these people make is they try to get an agenda, and I think the truth is so powerful that. Because uh, I've even seen it, I, I'm more of a conservative. I've even seen where some of some some of the conservatives, some really good ones, will try to sit there and t- sort of tilt things their way when it's obviously not working, and it just comes across bad. If you stick to the truth, you'll always be so powerful. And this is a mistake a lot of these people are making. Yeah, good call, Jim. Thank you. Keep it up, man. Bye. Thanks. Uh, that is Jim. Uh, some questions there. If you got any questions or comments, seven one three 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 nine ten seven. Look, uh, tax uh, taxi uh, some tax changes for two thousand nineteen, and one of the bigger ones uh, is 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 the uh, the. It's actually for 2018, but people are doing their taxes now. So most people don't pay much attention to the taxes until they do them the next year. And and, and then all of a sudden they're shocked. And the 2018 taxes, we got tax cuts across the board. But one of the things that's happened that I think is a much, much bigger change that anybody really understands is the the, the $10,000 limit on the SALT deduction, which is state and local prop, uh, local taxes, which is state, local, and property taxes. And it's not as big a deal in in, in Houston. It, you know, if we do our taxes, if you've got a nice home, you might go over it, but you're not going to go over it much. Our property taxes are pretty high. But if you're on the East Coast or the West Coast, a, a middle-class family in this town, upper middle class, has maybe a $400,000 home. Uh, you know, the... Uh, a lot of them have less than that, but you know, upper middle class, say four hundred thousand, and 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 that 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 one you're going to kick over some. The middle class tends to be underneath that, and they don't have a they don't have uh, income tax here. Now they have some sales tax here, but a lot of people really don't do that much with the sales tax. A middle class person in on in California or a middle class person in New York could easily have a four hundred thousand or a five hundred thousand dollar home. A five hundred thousand dollar home, okay. So they have property taxes on that. Then they have income taxes as well, and then they have all types of other special taxes as well. And so the upper, an upper middle class person in California or New York who's got a million dollar home, these people are going to be badly hurt by these taxes. And one thing it's doing is, it's really easy when you're doing your taxes and you've got ten, twelve thousand dollars worth of tax write offs. You know, you're going through your things and you're going, oh, no, my income's. The only time you're ever concerned about how much you made 
was when you're doing your income taxes. Okay, the rest of the time, it's never enough. The minute you start doing your income taxes, you earn too much money. You're always looking, oh, no, did this happen? And so you start looking for deductions. So if you got like a $12,000 deduction on your property taxes, you go, oh, this is great, $12,000 deduction. It's like they gave you $12,000. Now, you paid $12,000, but in your mind, you're deducting your taxes and it's kind of some, somehow people generalize as somewhat of a positive. Now, once you put that that SALT deduction in there, and let's say you're on the East Coast or the West Coast and you've paid income tax, uh, state income tax, you paid property taxes, some sales tax, and you maybe have fifteen, twenty thousand dollars $20,000, you got $20,000 worth of taxes you paid, and then you're going through your thing and deducting, and all of a sudden you can only take off 10000 That means you got stuck paying the full $10,000 taxes. The government wasn't helping you pay those other parts of the taxes. That's going to put a lot of pressure on local governments and state governments uh, in the East Coast and the West Coast to start cutting government. I mean, it, because it's really putting in people's face how much the government's costing them. And at the marginal top end, maybe their tax rate was 25 or 30 percent. And, you know, if, they, if the government paid for 25 or 30 percent of their state taxes, it didn't quite seem that bad. Now it's really bad. And then in addition, it's going to force people to trade down in homes because a cheaper home, less taxes, and then they're underneath the cap. And so it's really hurting the high income tax people. I think the people most endangered in this country are the people in California and New York and on the East Coast in general that are upper upper middle class people. They're making maybe 200, 225, 250. They've got kids in private schools. They've got a million-dollar house that they're stretched all over the place. They're struggling to make savings or anything. And that sounds like an enormous amount of money. And two fifty in Houston, you can live really well. But you get in these other places, things are much, much more expensive. Those people are really getting stretched. And so it's going to put a lot of pressure on the real estate market. So I think you could see some real changes, a lot of pressure in the real estate market in California, Washington, New York, Massachusetts, New Jersey, Washington, well, Washington, D.C., they never had. Of course, they're not, they're having layoffs, quote, it's not really a layoff, but they understand what it's like to not get a paycheck for the first time in the history of planet Earth in the United States government. But, uh, but all that is going to be pressure. So, Pressure on real estate and East and West Coast, probably a bigger thing than people realize. It's going to increase pressure on state and local governments to to cut taxes. This is going to be one of the big battles going forward. Also, uh, IRAs. If if you're doing your taxes now, you can put away $6,000 in your IRA or $7,000 if you're over age 50 in an IRA or Roth IRA for 2018. For this year, if you're doing your taxes you can put away 6500 60, uh or uh and uh oh, I'm sorry you can it's 5500 for 2018 and 6500 if you're over over uh 50 and for 2019 it's 6000 and 7000 uh if you're but remember if 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 it's April 1st and you're doing your taxes and you decide to put money in that IRA you can only put the 5500 or the if you're under 50 or 6500 you can't put the 2019 because the 19 only counts for the 19 tax year so it's a, it's a little bit confusing uh this year the uh uh 401k's you can put away up to $19,000 and if you're over 50 $25,000 so some good news there so you can increase your savings there we have a lot of people that come in and talk to us at max out savings advisors they're saving the max and kind of bumping into it uh, the annual uh, gift, gift tax exclusion remains at fifteen thousand dollars for two thousand nineteen. No change there. Uh, the, the lifetime gift is eleven point four million dollars per person, and uh, for a couple twenty two point eight million. And I tell you one thing: we're seeing we're seeing a lot of real real wealthy families kind of push those things out now with the fear that maybe one that day that changes and trying to move some of those assets out of the estate on a tax estate tax-free basis now. So that's something that uh, that you could look at there. Uh, remember, if you're trying to do anything like that, consult a, a 
a, a tax or a state planner on, on that. Uh, you've also got to take into, uh, into account capital gains and different things like that. But, but, but there are some changes. That, that number, uh, not too long ago, that number was you know a, mi- a little over a million dollars, and, and it, it, they've really ramped it up. And so this is something, and, and you could see some pressure on that, if, particularly if the Democrats win in twenty twenty. So this is that's something I think you really want to look at. Uh, the um, child tax credit increases to two thousand uh, dollars. They, they uh, you don't get they, they've changed the 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 personal deductions and kind of eliminated those. The the the, the, the married couple is twenty four thousand four hundred and and twelve thousand two hundred. So some so some changes there, and they've increased the the child tax credit. And they moved up the amount. I forgot exactly what it was, but they moved up the amount you qualify for to get the tax credit. So they kind of did a backdoor way to bump up if you have children to, to take advantage of that. Uh, I'm very disappointed that they do not have the tax credit for children in their mid-20s, which I feel I deserve. But uh, we'll have to continue to lobby for that one. Uh, anyway, uh, if you got any questions about that, about the markets, uh, 713 713- Three three nine ten seventy. That's seven one three 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 nine ten seventy. I think if a child comes home or something, they sh- you should get the deduction. You should get a deduction up to the age thirty. But that's it, it. Actually, based on on demographics, we're seeing more and more kids staying at home later. But I'm not sure the government will see things my way. Uh, couple thoughts uh, on the on the markets here. Uh, really great start to the new year, uh, and uh, we're up very nicely. Uh, now, th- keep in mind, this is after a, a, a disastrous December, and, and so the worst December since the 1930s, since the height of the Depression, quite frankly, which is really a worry. And uh, so this is something that I... Uh, that that I think we you know we want to kind of continue to watch and, and see what happens, uh, but right now the market's going up. Uh, it's ignoring the government shutdown. Uh, the the shutdown the market's up about eight or nine percent since the shutdown, which is really unusual. Now, keep in mind that the height of the shutdown was basically when the 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 they were in a panic on Wall Street and thought the world was going to come to an end and the economy is going to collapse about a month ago, and. Uh, is up about eight percent, a little eight or nine percent, which is really amazing. The the the, the other government shutdowns, uh, really, the most up one, uh, one was up was three three point one percent. So so this has been unusual that the, that the market has gone up into the government shutdown. This is the longest government shutdown we've ever had. Ronald Reagan, I want to say, had like six of these things, uh, six six uh, government shutdowns. Uh, uh, you know, Jimmy Carter had government shutdowns. Uh, Barack Obama had government shutdowns. H.W. Uh, uh, Bush. I don't think W. had any government shutdowns. Uh, and, but uh, the, the, the government shutdowns are not as uncommon as you think they are. What's unusual about this one is it's lasted as long as it has. So I think it's going to slow down the first first month, uh, some economic numbers, but once it gets back in gear, you'll probably see them jump back up in February. And so this is something we're going to watch. The other question is, do we get a, 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 a deal with China? Everyone's expecting a deal with China. Uh, kind of the deadline is at the end of, end of January. There's a big meeting supposedly in China. The only way we've been able to tell on this is they've been, they've been moving around uh, some of the other uh, kind of the equivalent of the state meetings have suddenly been shifted and there seems to be kind of an opening in the middle of it where there must be some type of meeting. So I look, I think some things are going to be happening about China. We're going to expand upon that in a minute because that's one of the things everybody's looking at. We'll be right back right here on the Max Out Savings Show. No dice, son, you gotta work late. Sometimes I wonder what I'm gonna do, but there ain't no cure for the summertime. The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713 339 1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Saving Show. 
This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of the morning show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show up your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. To the Max Out Savings Show. We're talking savings, investments, and your retirement. Uh, if you've got any questions or comments, you can give us a call at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. The, uh, looking at, at, at the markets, uh, you know, I, I think the, uh, right now the market's looking out and they're really seeing a whole bunch of positives. And what they're looking at is is they know the government shutdown's about to end. That'll be positive. They know we're probably going to get a deal with China. That'll be positive. And Brexit, who knows what's going to happen there? But uh, and so it's all being viewed as positive. And, and I really think you could see these things running up because the market's been just desperate to get a deal with China. And I think everybody's getting in ahead of time. Uh, I, I still think we get a deal with China. I think you get a face-saving deal. But I, uh, and I think it's simply going to be to save face for China, and I think the trade war is going to continue. I I, I think uh, unless they really come up with some really concrete things, I just I, this is just not going to go well between the United States and China. There's really too much water under the bridge, so to speak. And and really, people, uh, I think the American people are really kind of in on to China, and and what they've been doing. And, and 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 so now we're going to have to adopt the same tactics that China's using against us, and be on the guard for them at all all the time, and I and I just think, I, I just think it's going to be just much more difficult. Corporate America really tolerated the theft of China of of American technology, uh, remarkable. I mean, to listen to some stories I've heard from exacerbated. Uh, top-level military people from the very, very most senior people uh, of what corporate America has given away. They just absolutely cannot believe it. And uh, and I've listened to corporate people tell me for years, oh, yeah, they built a plant down the street and copied everything we did. And, you know, it was kind of the cost of doing business in China. But I think people are now realizing it wasn't just a matter of losing a little bit of business in China, but these people that are stealing their technology are now developing it and going to try to build upon it and then compete against us elsewhere in the world. And so so I, I just think it's going to be very difficult. Uh, you could see the market actually top around the time we get the China deal, uh, you, you know, if not sooner. Uh, right now, the market's going up. Everybody's piling on. They're hoping to get back on board. Uh, we were able to, fortunate enough to pick up a few things at the bottom and uh, 
and it, you know I think have done pretty well. Uh, but it, it, it's just been. I, I don't think this is the start of a new bull market up. I, I really don't. I, I think you've got a, a very choppy economy in 2019. We talk about this. I, I think the China situation is going to continue to weigh on the world, even if we get a deal. Uh, Europe is a complete basket case. Uh, the, the Germans, you know, the the Europeans played hardball with, 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 with the British on this whole Brexit thing. And, uh, and now their economy, the European economy, is really starting to slow. And the European and the Italians went out of the EU in some form or fashion. Uh, so do some of the Eastern European countries. And uh, as we've talked a lot about this on the show, it, it's amazing how so many of these issues are the same all over the world. Uh, jobs, you know, they haven't gotten jobs in Europe. The economy never recovered. Uh, jobs in the United States. I, I I really believe when historians look back on this time in history, they're going to realize that China, although it, it drove economic growth for the last 25 years or so, they they took enormous number, uh, numbers of jobs out of Europe and the United States and really led to a destabilization in those countries. And, and where our politicians really made a mistake was by not going in and uh, – and trying to protect those jobs. And, and, and the second thing the politicians did is, is they all bought into George Soros's uh, open society where there would be no borders. And they flooded the countries, particularly Europe, with, with immigrants right when there were, the jobs were being lost to China. And, and, and so you have parts of Italy with 50 percent youth unemployment. And, and so it's just an, a completely unworkable situation. Uh, you know, Europe is is incredible. There's actually some interesting stories out on Japan. You know, Japan hasn't had as many immigrants, and Japan is now starting to grow. And what they're doing is they put more women to work. Older people started working before they retire at 55. They start working older and older. They're bringing in some immigrants to help them out, but they're managing it. Whereas the United States and Europe just flooded themselves with immigrants, driving down wages and stagnating their economy. And particularly Europe, it's stagnating their economy. The immigration issue uh, and the economic slowdown really is what's causing the the British to break away from the EU. Uh, and, and whereas if... If, if if they wouldn't have had so many immigrants, they'd have a lot more jobs for people. You wouldn't see uh, the, the immigrants from Eastern Europe flooding into Britain looking for jobs. And, 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 the, and the Italians are fed up with the immigration. And, and so Hungary put up a, a gigantic border fence on their property to try to stop the uh, the, the migrations coming across. And, and, and it's destabilizing the whole region. And here we have the United States. The government is shut down over the idea of a wall, I mean, a, a border wall. Honestly, if you went back to the 1970s, you asked a thousand people across any spectrum in, in the gov- in the in the country. Well, in the year 2018, the government's going to be shut down for three weeks to a month uh, over the issue. The the president wants to in, put a in, uh, expand the the border wall against Mexico. There's not one single person would believe that would even be possible. Nobody would believe that you would shut down a government because one side doesn't want borders in a country. And yet that's that's kind of what we've gotten ourselves into. So, again, it goes back to we have to go back to what to the garden, to what established us in the United States, which was uh, a democratic free market system with the Constitution, with borders and and, and things like that. I mean, if you don't have the borders, it really endangers the United States. And so we'll see what happens. But but what I digress to some extent. What I really want to talk about is is this complete dysfunction in Washington is really going to cast a pale over the economy and over the markets. Look, the people gaining the most ground in Congress right now are the socialists. And the the liberal Democrats, which are basically socialist, uh, uh, that uh, Cortez, uh, I mean, she 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 did some speech. She got more more views than anyone any congressman in history on that. Uh, these people are rising. The Democrats are now frightened because they realize they've let all these socialists in there, and they're on the move. They're saying something needs to be done in the United States to improve things, and which. Quite frankly, 90% of the country agrees with. They're not sure which way to go. And so you're going to see this big thing. Nancy Pelosi 
is digging into this wall because she made promises to the to the socialist in, in her party to, to, to defend the the idea of open borders as part of a deal for her to get the speakership, obviously. And so what's happening is she's dug in, and this is making it really difficult. It's making it very difficult to govern. When you have a, a probably 25% of the Democratic Party, which controls the House, is hell-bent on impeaching the President of the United States, if nothing else for jaywalking, then there's no way you're going to sit there and have a government that's going to function efficiently. And those same people are all talking about 70% tax rates. Uh, you know, you're seeing lots of people out there uh, supporting these things. And, 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 and so uh, corporate America is going to be in under increasing pressure uh, on taxes and everything else, which is good. So if tax rates go up, that reduces the tax <clears throat> That hurts the markets. The, the, the the more dysfunctional the government is, the more it endangers the dollar, the more it hurts the U.S. economy, and more it keeps down uh, growth in the country. And so all of these things are adding up. So if I had to look at the world and we talk about this in our outlook for 2019, I would say, well, where do we want to be? I would say, look, the United States is the best place. Uh, China is a basket case. China is going hardline communist under President Xi. They have forty, almost forty trillion dollars worth of debt piled upon their economy. It's starting to break down over there. And, and, and you, what people talked about for the last decade was the collapse of China due to debt. That's starting to happen now. And then I look over at Europe, and, and they're they're engaged in a trade war with us in China as well. I look at Europe. Europe is starting to crumble. Uh, the, the populism is on the rise in every single country in Europe. Uh, people are unhappy. Uh, the 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 uh, the economy of Germany uh, the last month seemed to be teetering into an actual negative growth. Uh, uh, Europe is slowing down. I look around the rest of the world. Commodities have dropped, so it hasn't helped the emerging markets. The United States is the place to be. We, we you know we're looking at at probably over three percent growth for the for the third for the fourth quarter. Uh, we're looking at 5.9% unemployment, which is pretty darn good compared to 50% youth unemployment in parts of Italy. Uh, not a bad place to be the United States. The only negative is is our politics in this country, and, and that's that's starting to be a big negative. And I think we're starting to see it when we're seeing these new freshman congressmen kind of going off the deep, and not even freshmen. Maxine Waters is chairman of the House Financial Services Committee, uh, you know, uh, and then the Atisha Cortez, I think she's might be on that committee. Although I'm not completely convinced that uh, that the uh, I'm not completely convinced that they've given out all the committee assignments. I talked to the congressman up there, uh, some of their people uh, yesterday, and they were they they were waiting on their committee assignments. So that's not completely sure yet. But so. A lot, lot of unknowns. We have a hot market. Look for some type of correction. Uh, this year, some of the big trends we talked about, lower dollar. I think gold and silver prices are going to go up. I think you've got to be particular on your stuff. I think one- to two-year treasuries, uh, one- to two-year CDs. We're working on a program now for people if to man, help manage their CDs. We have lots of clients that just have CDs scattered all over town. I think we can get them better rates in a package of CDs and treasuries. And so we're coming up with a new, very low-cost way to do that. Uh, but 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 low-cost, uh, short-term bonds, uh, it, income-producing stocks, uh, I, I think you could see income over the next decade, dividends, result in a probably 50% total return. It's averaged about 42 43% over the last 70 years or so. It, it, and so uh, look for dividends paying stocks. Avoid corporates right now. Uh, I think we're going to have corporate debt problems later this year. Certainly avoid high yield. The credit markets are tightening up, and a lot of corporate debt is too cl- is is basically triple B rated. Uh, there's triple B, A, double A, and triple A, and too many corporations have lowered their got their, their their they've taken on too much leverage and too much debt, and they're at triple B trying desperately to hold on to investment grade, and they're going to start losing that. And GE's a good example, and the stock prices are going to crumble, and we could see the bonds crumble like the GE bond. So I think later this year, we're going to have a corporate debt problem. And that's something we're going to watch. So I think that's, so the strategy is you want to continue to maintain that conservative outlook, higher levels of cash, short-term bonds, uh, dividend paying, solid companies with good growth 
picks, but also a very strong balance sheet. And, and so I think these are some of the things we'll look at. Tell you what, we got five minutes left. If you want to get in with a quick phone call, you can uh, touch base at 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070. We're going to be sending out our max out savings report, kind of laying out what the new IRA rates are, uh, how much you can put away, the exemptions for estate taxes, some of the tax changes. Uh, We'll be talking some about that. They've generally gone up. uh, And uh, I I think another thing to look for, I think sometime in February, March, you're going to hear a lot more squawking about those tax changes. I really think they're very negative for people on the East and West Coast with the with the super high-priced real estate. And why this is the big thing is people forget back in the early 80s, Ronald Reagan redid the tax code. And back, you know, you had like very high 50-60% tax rates and people we would sell tax shelters back then it's like look if you invest 50,000 you can deduct 250,000 you know those were the deals back then and then he changed the tax law and it led real estate to completely collapse in many parts of the country and led to the savings and loan crisis i don't think that's going to happen in this case but i do think you're going to see a very definite slowdown in the east coast and west coast real estate i think texas is a pretty good place to be because we're such a free market capitalist system with low taxes and low levels of corruption so we're where everyone in the world wants to be and we're going to win as companies start pulling factories back from china i'm already talking to companies that are moving factories back to texas in some cases i talked to someone they're looking to houston texas so i think things are looking good here so i think you want to continue to hold course uh if you're not on the max out savings report list this is a report we send out free once or twice a month, hopefully we'll get out. I think we're going to get two out this month, talking about saving, investing, outlooks, tax changes, how to handle sudden wealth. It's all in the report. It's free. I do this to help you out. Just go to maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. we got some podcasts on there from time to time. We're going to put other stuff. I'm going to do a lot with the website. Uh, if you need help with your IRA rollover, an old 401k plan, that's what we do. We manage money at Max Out Savings Advisors. If you're interested in that new CD program we're coming up with, uh, you can also give us a call where we can manage your CDs and help you out there as well for very low cost. So if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. And by the way, remember our motto and our philosophy, it's to save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. See you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka on AM 1070, The Answer.